This is Gareth Southgate, and this is the Three Lions Podcast. And welcome to the Three Lions podcast. My name is Russell Osborne and this is an independent England football supporters podcast. I hope I find you well. hope you've been enjoying some of the recent episodes that I've put your way. There have been a few, I have to be honest, but it's uh, it's a busy old time. But likewise, it's a torrid time for being an England fan of late. Sure, the World Cup is on the horizon. We are going to Qatar We're going there off the back of some poor results and Nations League relegation, unfortunately. Now, we may have had a World Cup semi-final, a European Championships final. We know that neither went our way. And on both occasions, manager Gareth Southgate was the man at the helm, held responsible for some poor decisions made when it came to the crunch. And off the back of these recent results, the ones in the Nations League uh, and some of his recent squad come team selections, it's fair to say that the backing he once had is now at an all time low. The tide has turned. Uh, Even Times journalist Henry Winter, who, who generally has been in support of Gareth, has now accepted that things need to change. Likewise, I must say, I have generally been a supporter of him. But even now, I accept I think things need to change. And of course, he does do the intro to this podcast. He was very open to doing it when I asked him. He's he's a great man. He's really nice to chat with. He's warm, friendly, engaging. But ultimately, he hasn't won a trophy yet. And that's what he's paid to do. And I must admit, I I don't like the idea of speculating about someone's job. You don't do it in your own job, do we? Don't sort of speculate about Alison in accounts. Is she doing her job right? Who's going to replace her? Steve in sales. But it's almost a ritual in football. So I think the time has come. Southgate, you no longer turn us on. And I think despite whatever happens at the World Cup, I think it's time to talk about life after Gareth. And here to join me to chat it all over is Gary from Channel England Football over on YouTube. Gary, hello, mate. Hiya, mate. Thank you, Russell, for having me back. No, more than welcome. I know in the past we spoke, we had a little fun episode, didn't we? We looked at yeah, we uh, yep. England adverts. Good one, that one. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, this is a little bit more serious, this one, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, and definitely a conversation that needs to be to be happening. It, yeah, it's. I, I don't really like doing it, but I think obviously everyone is talking about it. Everyone is sort of saying... Do England need to change a manager before the World Cup? Personally, I think no. Do England need to change a manager after the World Cup? Personally, I think I would say yes, regardless of if we win it. Gareth 
may go on to be only the second England manager to win the World Cup. And what better way to go out than than doing that? I mean, that would be an interesting one. If if we go and win it, obviously, I think I think if we go and win it, he's earned his right to choose when to go himself. Um, I think that's the only time he would do. Very few managers in club or country ever get that privilege. Um, and I think Gareth Southgate would have to do that with England to decide his own fate. But let's let's be honest, Russell, straight off the bat, he is England's most successful manager in terms of results in tournaments since since Alf Ramsey. And it's as simple as that, whether, we, whether you're a big Southgate lover, a big Southgate hater. I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, he can be very frustrating, but he's given me personally some of my best moments as an England fan. So it is, it's almost like kicking your, a family member out because he's given you all these such good moments, but you know it's just not right. And I think it's started to come off the rails a little bit with Southgate, is, as you know, in the past, he's been renowned for being such a good person with the media and what he says in the press. But Already he's starting to get some of those things wrong, you know, in terms of him picking players. He said he'd only pick players based on form. He now, we now know that isn't the case. And some of his decisions have become quite baffling. And, and obviously uh, the results in the Nations League. But it's an interesting one to, for, I would say, a growing consensus among England fans to want him out, considering the fact of, of his apparent success, really. Yes, he hasn't won anything, but... In relation to other managers, he's done he's done pretty damn well. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I mean, going into the World Cup, he is 52 years old. For England, he has managed 76 games. He's won 46 of them. He's drawn 17. He's lost 13. Uh, he was appointed back on the 27th of September 2016, obviously after the uh, Sam Allardyce debacle. Um, And I don't know if you remember, but he was actually appointed on a four game sort of caretaker temporary basis um, where he had four games to almost prove himself. First game was on the 8th of October 2016 against Malta. Um, I mean, imagine if he'd have lost that first one against Malta. (laughs) I mean, Uh, the problem is he didn't he didn't even really want the job, did he? He, 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 Well, that's what he. I seem to remember him saying to the press at the time, he wasn't, he didn't feel like he was the right man, did he, right off the yeah. bat? Yeah, he came from come the under-21s. He, he beat Malta 2-0. We then drew with Slovenia. We then beat Scotland at home uh, 3 Always a good result. if you well, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Cement yourself into... Uh, yeah. To how to have been appreciated by England fans by beating Scotland. And then we went and drew uh, with Spain. And off the back of that, he was then appointed permanent manager on the uh, the 30th of November 2016. So he's, he's certainly had a good good crack at it. But yeah, I think now it is time that that we sort of bat a few ideas about of, of who could well replace him. Yeah, and I think in terms of longevity, um, I believe he's, he's up there, isn't he, in the top two or three managers in terms of um, games managed as England manager so like you said he, cert- he certainly has had his time and I think now is the time it, the big question now is can he take England forward can he get over the line this tournament at the World Cup he's, he's had more than enough opportunities to compete against the big teams he's had a couple of opportunities let's be honest to even win it in you know those semi-final and, sem- and final games 
I think it's been his reactions within those games that have led fans to become more frustrated. We didn't seem to learn anything from the Croatia defeat and we seem to make the same mistakes in the Italy game. And then now he's making incredibly baffling decisions in terms of who he's starting and, and who he's calling up to squads. And I feel like there, there's definitely a clamber for change amongst England fans. Yeah. Well, for an England manager, what would be your criteria? Obviously, we can't we can't tick all the boxes of what people want. But what, what do you think are important? Do, does he have to be English? I'll be honest with you. I've always been of the opinion. Yes, they do have to be. But <laughs> as England fans now, we would. I mean, let's be honest. How can we say they've got to be English now, given what the Lionesses have done this summer? Uh, under, under Serena so if somebody said to me look you'll have a foreign manager but you'll win the next two tournaments we'd all rip their hand off wouldn't we you know it wouldn't it wouldn't matter it would not matter but my instinct when I'm looking at who replaces Gareth Southgate I would want it to be an England manager and that's just I just feel that that's a, a good starting point I believe when you're looking for for the right man there's I think you can probably accuse some managers in the past when we've gone for him, particularly Capello. I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, did he come in just for the money? Was his heart really in it? Yeah, um, I agree with that. But then obviously under Sven, you might call that, I mean, Sven's a, Sven's a tricky one, really, because some fans will say Sven was very successful. They enjoyed him. Then other fans will look at the squad he had available and arguably say that he massively underachieved. So... I think we've had mixed mixed reactions and mixed results with foreign managers. So I would always say you start with looking at English managers available. Um, but obviously, like I've said, with Serena doing so well over the summer, it's, uh, you know, you can obviously argue the other way. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's important that as a manager, as a club manager, that he'd have won something or does he need to have come through the FA pathway? Same as Gareth did, or and and saying that obviously with Middlesbrough, um, Gareth didn't have the the best of sort of times. No, I I mean I I'm an adamant believer that I don't think a good manager has to have been a successful footballer, and arguably looking at you know the most successful managers in football, they haven't been, you know they haven't been the most overachieving footballers. Yeah. Um, and I think when you look at other countries around Europe in particular, how often do we see, you know, even clubs, Barcelona in particular, or, you know, Spain, they, they appoint these managers that, let's be honest, most of us have never heard of initially. You know, we may have heard of them briefly or remember them playing a couple of games 20, 30 years ago, but they're not they're not household names and, uh, and they go on to achieve amazing things. And like we said, look at Gareth Southgate. He, he didn't have a poor career by any means, but he certainly wasn't you know, winning Champions League year in, year out, or the Premier League year in, year out. But yet, he is still, like I've said, being one of England's most successful managers. So I don't think prior success or club success is important. Um, I know some people will very much disagree with me on that, but I think history shows that it doesn't really have too much of an impact. Well, I think some of those managers that you're alluding to um, will come up in uh, the chat that we're going to have. The the idea I kind of thought here, we'll, we'll throw some names about and we'll go sort of for and against um, yeah. sort of what what criteria they um, they have going for them. So, yeah, let's let's crack on. Um, we've, we've got a list here and throw in as many names as, as we can. Um, but let's start with. <laughs> 
probably the one who was probably most likely to have replaced Gareth is Graham Potter. Now, obviously, <laughs> Graham has quickly moved to Chelsea following the uh, following the sacking of Thomas Tuchel. So where where do we stand there? Surely that that's not going to happen, despite him being English and having Premier League experience. He's got European experience too. I mean, I think he's definitely the fans' favourite. You ask most England fans, and he would be the first name that that pops to your head. You've got to say though, given his age, I think is he late forties. Think he's late. I think he's late forties. Um, he's now just moved to Chelsea, as you said. It does seem very unlikely, doesn't it? If Southgate's going to leave after the World Cup, that he would take up the England job. Historically, um, I mean, prior to Southgate, you would probably look at the previous managers, and it seems to be a job that managers take towards the end of the career. Yeah. So, it you know, it's it's an odd one. I, I very much doubt he would he would take it. But on the other hand, you know, he's English. I think it's very realistic to expect that every English manager would see the England job as the pinnacle or near the pinnacle. He may look at it and say, will I ever get another opportunity? Because in club football, as we all know, six months, your reputation can go from being the top of the mountain to, you know, the very bottom. So that may, may be the only thing that might swing in his favour, but I just, I can't see it. Um, I think it would be very unrealistic for us to stick all our eggs under one basket under Potter and say that he would he would take the job. Um, I do think he is the best man for the job, though. Um, I think he, he plays attractive football. I like his attitude off the pitch. Very different, though, to Gareth Southgate, I think, um, just in his whole approach and manner. Uh, I think that would be quite refreshing. But I do think that move to Chelsea's uh, scuppered it a little bit, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that. He played for the under-21s just once. But, yeah, I, I kind of see this sort of scenario coming up where we all know how Chelsea can hire and fire on, on yeah. just a whim that come the after the World Cup, England may then have, have chosen a new man to take over just as Chelsea pull the trigger after a, a, a run of bad results under Graham Potter. And it just sort of be a, a sod's law that he just might miss out like that. But I, I do think time is is certainly on his side. He is certainly a a future contender. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, in terms of now, like I said, we were just talking before before we started recording. It's six weeks as we're talking now until the World Cup. So if you've got the six weeks leading up to it, obviously you've got, what is it, three, four weeks the World Cup's on for. Yeah. You're talking, you know, not... 12 13 weeks and then Southgate was suggesting no matter what you choose may may be leaving so it's not an awful lot of time is it for for Potter to become available so uh, like I said it, it's probably too soon for him now moving to Chelsea and and let's be honest it's a good thing that he's moved to Chelsea as as we go through this list the number of England managers that have had any opportunity at what you would call a top English club is incredibly slim um, and which is incredibly disappointing it's something that you know, I was really pleased to see Potter get that job. Um, uh, it annoys me a little bit when we go abroad all the time, and particularly when you bring in managers that we've never heard of, and you just think, you know, give an English lad a go, and now they've done it, and he started well. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's a good thing from that perspective, and like we said, it may be something for, you know, the one after this one, but I think before his appointment at Chelsea would have absolutely been England fans' number one choice, and I think he would have absolutely taken the position as well, but... 
it's it's bittersweet really him being the Chelsea manager. Yeah. And you just know that that if the FA were to come along, Chelsea would just say, right, we can name our price on yeah. Uh, yeah. on uh, getting a uh, compensation there. So okay, let's move on. Uh, next one, another English one, Eddie Howe. Obviously, he is current Newcastle manager. I. Oh, He's clearly Premier League experience. He was um, with Bournemouth, obviously. Being at Newcastle, once again, I they're in a um, sort of this building process, and and they've chosen him to to be part of it and and to take them forward. But I do wonder, would it take much in the way of bad results for those Newcastle owners to think, mm, okay, perhaps you're not the one. Perhaps we can look elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, he has been under, again, he's, he's definitely another name that would jump to the top, particular fan favourites. He's it, Before the last international break, though, he was already under a little bit of pressure. You know, Newcastle hadn't had the start to the season they'd already, you know, probably expected and, and wanted. Um, obviously, he's won a, he started to change that around, but he's more likely to become available, I think, than Potter. But Again, if he's if he's still at Newcastle, if the job becomes available, is he going to leave Newcastle with you know that sort of project going off? I find it again very difficult to believe, given the fact again that he is a young manager as well, relatively speaking. Time is also on his side, but it's it's a tricky one, Eddie Howe. I think he would he would love the job. I think both Potter yeah. and and Howe would love the job, but I think with their club positions at the minute, I think both potentially could could be out of order out of action sorry so it, it is a tricky one but like i said with with the clubs they're at um and the money they're spending it can change around very very fast i think he plays attacking football i think that would be a real nice change for england fans uh, i think both potter and Howe would offer that refreshing approach to games if you like but yeah i, I just can't, i can't see it happening really um i know they might be two of the bookies favorites but at the minute i just can't see either of them leaving leaving the clubs and the other thing because they are relatively young in the grand scheme of things they've only both of them just sort of had a couple of major club projects to to work with and they're with club premier league clubs it's a day-to-day project a job whereas obviously we all know the england role it's not a day-to-day role. You're, you're only sort of working with the players every, I don't know, six weeks, something like that. So for managers like Graham Potter, Eddie Howe, they're used to being working day in, day out with their players. Could they adapt? Do they want to change that they're only working every six weeks with their players? It's, uh, I, I think, probably not. Um, no, my I'm, opinion. Yeah, the the frustration, as you all hear from international managers, is how little they get to see their players. And like we said, given their relatively young age, I just think that they've wanted, aren't they, the day to day? And it probably goes back to my comment at the start, where I'm saying traditionally international jobs, at least from England anyway, seems to be something towards the end of your career. It's not, you know, day in day out. Um, you know, next week, week weekend after that, midweek games, all that lot. So it's that is going to play on the mind definitely. And, and I think it's a big in, influencing factor in why managers take it later in their career. The, the thing is we've got to realize as well is the England talent pool at the minute is an absolutely 
exciting, marvellous and wonderful talent pool to be working with. And there's not many managers that wouldn't want to work with that pool of players. But it is it is the gaps, isn't it, that would, particularly for younger managers such as these two, and they're already at big flying clubs, that would, that would be another influencing factor, definitely. Yeah. Well, from two English managers... Let's throw in our first overseas manager. Uh, he's currently out of work, but he has worked with big names in the past. He's worked in the Premier League. You wouldn't need to get involved in buying players and coming up against certain chairmen, which has been maybe a, uh, a thing that he's come up against in the past. Mauricio Pochettino. How do we think about that? I'm, I'm torn on him, Russell, and I'd be interested for your opinion on him, actually, because he's... He did a brilliant job, didn't he? At Spurs, he did a. Yeah. He did a. In the end, he did a really good job. It seemed to take him a while to get there, but you know, he, he built them up to a relatively established Champions League side. You know, got them got them far in the competition. Come to the final, didn't he? He did. He did. He got them to the final. Um, but th- there is always that but with Mauricio Pochettino. Again, it's you look at his time at PSG, you look at his time at Spurs, and you, you do feel like. He still just didn't do quite enough, you know, when he's he, particularly at PSG and he's been out of work for a while now. And the type of football he plays as well, is it is it vastly is it what England fans want now with the talent pool we've got? Is it what we need? I, I tend to see him as more a defensive manager. Right. I mean he certainly knows England. He certainly knows certainly knows the English players. He's certainly worked with a lot of the English players and some of our best ones, you know, Harry Kane, etc. So he would certainly fit that that mould, and I think he would want the job as well. I, I really do think he would, he would, he would want the job. But I don't know. I just I think it would be a controversial appointment, should I say, amongst the fan base for Pochettino. I think there's a, I think there's a group of fans that very much think he's absolutely fantastic, and another group where, you know, he's not all that. And I'm I'm a bit in the middle with him, if I'm honest with you. Well, the, I think the one major thing that goes against him, um, he's Argentine. Yeah, comes well, from Argentina. <laughs> it, some may remember as well, he gave the penalty away uh, in 2002 in the World Cup there um, when he failed Michael Owen in the box. Yeah. If he was to get the job, could you imagine a conversation where that would come up um, from a uh, maybe a journalist in a uh, in a media centre? Yeah, I think he would want the job, but I also think at the same time, he's not one to maybe cross a divide. And I don't know if like Argentina and England is a divide he would want to to cross, given the history, not not just football, but politically as well. I seem to remember he was manager at Espanol in Spain. And obviously, I think he was doing quite well there. And the the questions came up, would you manage Barcelona being Espanyol's city rivals? And he said, no, he, he would he wouldn't sort of cross that divide. So, yeah, I am a sort of I, I can't decide. What, what, whether... what, do you, what do you think of him as a manager? Do you think he's, he's good enough for England? Do you think he's done enough? Well, I, I think, yes, he could. Because he would just have, uh, I think his problems in the past have come when he's wanted to to get involved in, in buying players and yeah. being sort of come up against the wall against chairman Daniel Levy of Spurs and the PSG owners where they're sort of pulling the strings. Um, whereas being a national manager, 
he's he's only got the players in front of him to to contend with. So I, I, I mean, he clearly seems to be. He's not in a rush, is he, to get back to club football? And and no. you know, he's clearly would have had offers. You know, there'd have been a lot of lot of clubs still very much interested in him, but he's not been in a rush to get back. So maybe he's looking for an international job. You know, is it is it the right time for him? He's had a, a couple of. Let's say, you know, he's been going from stressful position to, you know, big club, big club. He's maybe looking to wind down a little bit. Is the Argentina thing a big thing? I think that's a great question. Me as an England fan, I think if it was anyone else other than Pochettino, I'd say yes. But I think because we sort of know him as England fans, for me personally, I wouldn't be hugely against it. But I could certainly see it being a, a stumbling block, definitely. It it would only take a... A great result, much like Sven, when we beat Germany 5-1. And everyone remembers that result. And then you think about it, you go, oh, yeah, Sven was in charge of that game. If we were to beat, I don't know, Spain 4-0, and it would be a fantastic game, and everyone remembers it, and people talk about it for, for years on end. And then you think, oh, yeah, Pochettino, he was manager then. It's almost sort of secondary and it, then it doesn't really, I don't know, you come back to, well, he, he's, he's from Argentina. Um, well, it's, it's, it's the football fans, let's be honest, we're, we're, we're very fickle. We'll change, we just, just, you know, everything will change in a week. And like you said, it, it results all that matters, isn't it, Russell? You know, yes. look at, like, going back, it doesn't matter if he's foreign. It doesn't matter if he's from Argentina. It doesn't matter if he's from Mars. If, 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 any, if he wins us the World Cup, I will adore that. <laughs> whoever it is you know no matter what and that's all we essentially what we want essentially the big the big stress with gareth southgate is that we don't feel or a lot of england fans don't feel like he's getting the most out of the players we have available so i think any england fan at the minute would take any manager that we feel particularly goes more attacking and probably you know and gets the best out of some of these other fringe players that uh, seem to perform well for their clubs but not so well for their country and Pochettino, I think initially, yes, him being Argentina would would stir. It'd be great for the media, great for the tablo- uh, tabloids, things like that. But like you said, it would only take one result, wouldn't it, in a tournament against a big team and no one would give a damn. Exactly. So, and I think that's what we need to bear in mind um, as we move forward. And that's for all England fans. It's about England winning the trophy. And if you look back over the record books, you know, who, who won the World Cup in this year and this year, it has the name of the country. And it's very few that remembers who the managers are of some of these uh, nations many years later. So I'm not bothered as long as England's name's on that trophy. So that's the way I look at it. Uh, but certainly, you know, politics certainly does play a part. And so who knows? Is, is it? I mean, the FA, we've got to look at the FA. Is it an FA appointment? Probably not. So we'll we'll put that down as a a, a maybe or a possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Let's move on. Steve Cooper, current Premier League manager, uh, Nottingham Forest. FA experience. He ticks that box. He won the uh, the World Cup with the under 17s in India when we beat Spain in the final. That was a team that featured many England. Familiar names, Mark Gahey, Phil Foden, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Jaden Sancho, Emil Smith-Rowe, Conor Gallagher. It's, yeah. There's a few ticking boxes there, but he's not having the best of time at the moment. No, he's having a stinker, isn't he? But it, it goes back to, well, when, when the season started only a few months ago, 
Forest fans, they couldn't, you know, and a lot of fans saying he's a fantastic manager. So it's just, it shows how it goes. He's, like I said, he's got the international experience. He's, he's worked with a lot of the young players before. The Premier League, though, coming from the Championship to the Premier League, it's, you know, Steve Cooper is struggling with it. The whole Nottingham Forest squad is struggling with it. But he certainly won't be the last good manager. You know, there's a lot of top quality managers who struggle uh, with the transition. It's more than just the manager, or, you know, in the Premier League. I know Nottingham Forest have spent a lot of money, but, you know, he's up against long established clubs within that league. Forest haven't been in the Premier League for a long, long time bringing in a lot of new faces in itself is a challenge. So I wouldn't say it's a fair reflection to just say how Forrest are doing now is completely down to him. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, and he's certainly got success for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it, but he wouldn't be the top of my list. Um, yeah. I think he's having worked with the FA before. I think he's probably more likely in terms of the odds to be, you know, discussed by the FA, should I say, more likely than most uh, because as we know or as we perceive the FA like you know they, they tend to stick the uh, people close to them don't they they don't tend to look too far and if they have an easier appointment should we say they tend to go for it so you reckon he'd be on he'd be on their shortlist definitely definitely yeah. you know I've worked with them before he's, he's he's generally good with the media he's not he's not out there he's, he's he very much gets on with his job and I think I definitely think the FA would be interested in him Okay. Well, one other thing that may go against him, though, is he is Welsh. Yeah. Again, whether I mean I don't know how Welsh fans would take to that. Yeah, I, I would be of the opinion he would be on the list, but maybe not make the cut. No, I, I, I don't think he'd be favourite amongst fans, but you, you couldn't grumble in being on the shortlist, could you? Really? No, no, no. Well, let's move on to two former. England players, both sort of serial winners for their clubs, um, both in the the 100 cap plus club for England. Let's start with Frank Lampard, serial winner on the pitch. He's got the respect of the players. He does have Premier League experience. He's been a manager, of course, with Chelsea um, and is, of course, current Everton manager. Could we see, uh, I must also say, managed Derby um, and got him to the yeah. playoff finals. Could we see Frank Lampard on the uh, the England sidelines? We certainly could. Uh, for me, though, I I think it's too soon for him. I do like Frank Lampard, though. On, uh, you know, he's he's a type of manager, you know, when whoever he's managing, when the team scores a goal, he's, he, you know, he, he seems to wear his heart on his sleeve. He really gets into it. And it's nice to see that passion on the touchline. He's obviously an England legend um, in terms of his caps. You know, he's done fantastic for the national team. But he's got a mixed bag, hasn't he, his club club managers. You know, with particularly with Chelsea, he didn't, he didn't pull up any trees, should we say. It was, it's been very much steady. Everton, you can arguably say he's doing a, he's done a terrible job for quite a long time. You know, the fact that they're anywhere near the bottom three, arguably with their squad, I think is, is poor. I think Everton yeah. takes on the Everton job is going to have a uh, struggle on their hands. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And he's, he, he is showing signs of starting to turn that around now. And there's certainly something there with Lampard. You know, he, he, he's clearly passionate about the game still, which is important. You know, he doesn't... A lot of these players, you know, your, your Lampards and who else we're going to come on to, they, we've got to remember these sorts of players because they are legends, because they earn so many millions as top internationals when they were 
you know, playing. They don't have to be managers, you know, no. like some of these others that they're not doing it for the money. You know, obviously they are, they, you know, they've been paid very handsomely, but they could easily have a much easier life. Um, but they're not. They're choosing to stay in the touchline, you know, get get stuck in. And, and you've got to praise that. And you do look at him and think, he will be an England manager. If he stays in management, at some point, he will be an England manager. But for me, it's, it's, it is too soon for him. I think his teams tend to, you don't know what's going to turn up, basically. And some might say that's exciting. But with England, you know, you only get so many games. Tournaments, you're talking five, six, seven games, and that's it. You need someone who's going to, you need a solid base. And I don't think Lampard's the manager to set that up at the minute. Now, I would pretty much say the answer you've given there or the conversation we've had there would pretty much be exactly the same for the next candidate Steven Gerrard Champions League winner obviously a um, trophy winner with Liverpool 114 caps to his name he's got managerial experience with Rangers he took them to Europe he's now in the Premier League with Aston Villa but is he is he in the same boat as Frank Lampard yeah, I mean, it's, 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 isn't it funny how, although, I, I mean, they must be sick to death of each other because all the way through the playing career, <laughs> yes. it was like they're almost the same player, you fit them both in. And we're almost having the same conversation now saying they're almost the same as managers as well. And I mean, the only thing you can say about Gerard is his experience with Rangers probably does put him ahead, I think, of, of Lampard, given the fact that, yeah, I know it's Rangers. and But you've got to remember at the time, Celtic were dominant in scotland yeah, yeah he, he did, did he did, did change that yeah, yeah he, did, he did very much change that so you, you've got to put that in his favor and you could argue that's more than what lampard has maybe done at any other club but yeah i, I just think it's the same boat and, and also for both of them you know they are they are young the, the young managers it would they want the job um i certainly do think at some point they would would they want it now maybe but i think that may be because it might be an easy way out of a difficult situation for them, given the fact that they're both constantly under pressure at club football. I think, I think both of them are almost two or three losses away from being sacked. You know, all, almost since the start of the season, Lampard and Gerrard have been, uh, you know, along with a few others, have been up there as some of the most likely managers to lose their job. Um, so, you know, it is a way out for them. But it's, I just don't think Gerrard or Lampard are the, are the right person for England personally at the minute but again would I grumble if they got the job no you know I would get behind them but I, I just feel like there's probably better candidates yeah I I think to to both of their credits they could have taken the easy way out and gone to be a a tv pundit yeah um, but they've they, chosen to to, or to almost give back to the game uh, and I know obviously like you said they get paid well for it but they're they've gone into management to learn um, and to to take their career forward, and I think probably both of them in the future will will have their eye on the England job. Um, and it it wouldn't surprise me if the the FA when they do sit around their uh, their round table in uh, St George's Park or wherever they're going to be, that Frank Lampard and Stephen Gerrard their names will come up and they will have conversations about them. They may even sound them out as well. But I th- I think they are, like many of the others that we've spoken about, are ones for the future. 
Yeah, and and, and like you said, you, you know, you make a good point. Look at Gary Neville. You know, he went to Valencia and an absolute stinker. Yeah. Did his stint with England, and he's almost. He, I mean, he's openly admitted. He said, "Look, I can't manage. You know, he's not. I can't do it, and he, he doesn't want to go back into it." So, as you will say, you know, he's picked the easier way. I would see it, and it is easier. You know, being a pundit, you know, moaning about other teams and other managers. Whereas, fair play to Gerard on Lampard. You know, the the sticking the neck on the line, almost a reputation. Let's be, like I've said in football. Yeah your reputation can go from hero to zero very quickly. And, you know, there'll be a whole generation of fans that won't see them as these hundred cap or star players for their club. They'll just see them as relatively struggling or, you know, middle of the road managers within the Premier League. So fair play to them both. I I do think, I do think both will become England manager at some point. Um, I, I do honestly believe they will. I think there's plenty of time for them both. Yeah. You know, with, England managers, they do come and go. Um, you know, they've got at least 20-odd years left in them if they stick in it. So I do think there's there's room for them both to be managers, England managers at some point. I, I do see, though, the FA potentially appointing one of them. You know, it is it would be a very FA appointment. I keep going back to who oh, I think the FA would. Yeah, I, I keep going back to who I think the FA would appoint. Because I think in the past there's been very much a a contradiction between maybe what the fans are saying and what the FA say. And I do think they're quite FA appointments. I don't think any England fan would grumble, but for me, they're they're not ready yet. Well, next man on the list is, we're going foreign again, and is one, despite being foreign, is a name that comes up on occasions. I don't know whether people say this tongue-in-cheek or what now, considering his age. But Arsene Wenger. How well, <laughs> I I love Arsene Wenger. Obviously, yeah. be, being an Arsenal supporter, he he came in, turned the club around. He turned English football around. Yeah, he's got got awards up his arm. Um, he's got so much experience, Premier League winner, European experience. The only thing that I, or a couple of things that I would say, he would be one not for the long term given the fact he's 72 and the fact he he seems to have a nice gig at the moment currently working for fifa as a chief of global football development quite what that actually entails i don't know but whether he would want the pressure of the england job i'm not so sure i I can't see it i mean the england job as we all know is it's hell, isn't it? Or it used to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been absolute hell. I mean, he's used to the English press, but it brings it brings a whole different level of scrutiny, doesn't it? He's 72, bless him. And no no doubt, I mean, he is, let's be real, no matter what you think of Arsenal or whatever, club load is out the window. Yeah. He is one of the best managers the league has ever seen. He did completely change the way England and English players and English people look at football. Um, so his, his credentials are all there. But I don't think he's an appointment. It wouldn't be the right appointment for England, given the squad we've got. We look, we need to be looking for a manager with the players we've got and the age they're at for, you know, four, five years. Going to be there for at least a couple of tournaments. I don't think Wenger would be that manager who would stay for a couple of tournaments. I think he's too old in that respect. Um, and like I said, whatever this FIFA as chief of global football development job is, I mean, that sounds like the most custodious number, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. So, He's probably on many hundreds of thousands of a year or a week or whatever doing not an awful lot. So 
he's probably got you know a nice cushy number at the minute with FIFA. I just I don't see it happening. I just do not see it happening at all. It would really really surprise me. Um, if, I don't know why, but it would make me laugh, and I don't <laughs> know why, uh, because that's no disrespect for Arsene Wenger, but I, d- I just don't know why it would make me laugh. But I can't see it. I can't see it. But yeah, you you, you can't moan his experience, and you can see why people put him forward, but. He can't possibly, can he? It's no, I, I can't see it happening. I have to be honest. Um, I'd, I'd hate for him to to ruin his reputation or, or the uh, the memories I have of him. Yeah, I, I can't see him happening. Okay, let's let's move on to another one. And this this may surprise you. I'm I think this is a distinct possibility. This next candidate uh, he is a current Premier League manager and he's managed some big teams in the past. He's managed some big names. He's managed in Europe. He's currently 50 years or he's about to turn 50. So he's on that cusp of maybe Premier League manager to international manager. Brendan Rodgers. I mean, for me, I, I like Brendan Rodgers. I, I just I think he's done pretty well at almost every club he's been at i know leicester is struggling now but before that you know he's bought them a trophy yeah he's big done... fa cup win exactly yeah so he's 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 got a proven record i i, th- I think brendan rogers is a good manager i really do um with him struggling at leicester i think there's either two things he's either going to get sacked as the if the job becomes available after the world cup he's certainly going to find it an appealing prospect if if it becomes available uh, and he's and he's asked about it so he is very much a distinct possibility isn't he uh, oh, i think so yeah and i i must admit i i wouldn't be against it i i wouldn't I, honestly russell i wouldn't and i know there'll be some lads screaming and ladies screaming at this podcast now really he is he does divide opinion yeah. certainly amongst some of my friends i know there's a lot of people that would be very much against this appointment but again you know i do feel like he would He's worked with a lot of good young English talent um, in the past, you know, as part of Liverpool and, and Leicester even. You know, he knows he knows a lot of the English lads. He's worked in English football for a long time. I, 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 w- I wouldn't be against it like you. I really wouldn't. I, I think it would be quite a good appointment. I think he'll be on the list. I think yeah. he will be discussed. I think he will be sounded out. And as I say, I think he is a distinct possibility. Another... Option, Sean Dyche. He's English. He's out of work. Could he be an England manager? Yeah, he's one of those, isn't he? That where I think because he was at Burnley for so long, he was, he was, he's been spoken about for quite a long time, hasn't he? As a, as a future England manager, and again, he's, um, I think so. You know, why not? He's, he hasn't really though had the experience of working with top players. It could be argued in, you know, top clubs. You know, you might say that works works against him. Some people call him a bit boring, should we yeah. say? Um, but you've got to look at the clubs he's been at. You know, he's not he's not had you know two hundred million pounds to spend every summer, has he? And you'd be amazed at what someone might do if they got the talent available to do it. So yeah, again, you wouldn't be too disappointed if he was appointed. I would be surprised. I th- I think he would want the job. I think I think. Oh I'd yeah, I think so. Yeah. I must admit, though, you, you say wouldn't be disappointed. I think he would be one that I I would be a little bit disappointed if he got the job. Personally, I I, I do. I think there, I, 
the accusation of boring, it, it does ring true a little bit, doesn't it? And yeah. you would think, mm, you know, are there better candidates out there? You know, more exciting, should we say? And, and you you could argue there are, but yeah, it's it's a difficult one with with Sean Dyche, definitely. Yeah, uh, again, probably considered. I I would say he would be crossed off personally. Probably probably spoken to by yeah, all means. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wayne Rooney. He's obviously had his his managerial period. Um, he's uh, he's been at Derby and and he done a uh, to, against the odds. He done fairly well for Derby and until it all sort of hit the fan and and they went down. Obviously, he's an England legend. Currently, he's the the highest top scorer with fifty three goals. He's got one hundred and twenty caps. He's won everything. And he's current manager of DC United over in the states. So he's He's getting his feet under the desk. He's he's looking to to learn and and maybe come back to the Premier League maybe. But at 36, is he a bit too young? Yeah, and for me, I I, I know this might sound mad. I would not want Ray Rooney as England manager. I mean, uh, everyone goes on about Derby, but he did all right at Derby. He, I think going to DC United, it's a bit odd. It, you know, he was just starting out his career here. Like you said, he he, he was coming off. A relatively successful period with Derby, given what he was working with, and it just seems like he's he's picked the easy life. That, I might, that might sound a bit disrespectful and harsh to DC United, but it was an odd one that he went out there. Um, he certainly wouldn't be ahead of Lampard or Gerrard, no, um, in my eyes, um, given his manager's experience anyway. And he seems, I mean, even now though, he seems to also be in the press sometimes, doesn't he, for all the wrong reasons. But still, is he still there doing? Well, I know there's been some. Well, I don't know how long ago it was now, but I think he was having another night out only when he was at Derby or something. But yeah. I don't know. I think I think with Rooney, it's and it goes back to him even as as a player. Is he always fully committed? You know, is he is he sometimes looking for probably a bit too much fun or the easy way out sometimes? I, I don't know. I, I, for me, what puts me off him is him going to DC United. I found that really bizarre. I don't understand why you do that. It's his it, it age coming off the back of his time at Derby. It just it just confused me, that one, really. OK, fair enough. Well, from one manager who's fairly young um, to one who's maybe a little bit older, clearly. Pep Guardiola, obviously current Manchester City manager. He's worked with the best. He's won the lot. He's experienced. He's he's won it as a manager and he's won it with a player. He's Spanish. Could he be England manager? No chance. Absolutely no, no chance. I mean, he's not going to leave City. I don't think he'll leave City. Uh, not particularly after the World Cup. Obviously, he will leave City, but I don't think he's going to leave it. Uh, leave City at least until the end of this year or maybe next. Um, I know his contract's due to end. I don't think. International football would be something that appeals to him neither. I think he's very much, he is the manager everyone sees as the pinnacle. He's he's very well respected in club football. I mean, you can maybe have a look to say, where does he go after Man City from a club football perspective? You know, is he, would there be another job in club football that does attract him? I don't know. I just I just don't see it. I just don't see Pep as, as England manager at all. And yeah, I, 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 I don't know why. I just don't see it. Obviously, I, I wouldn't, I think it would be a good appointment if we could get him, but I just don't think I don't think England would attract him from a, an international job uh, perspective, and I just don't think he's going to be available. 
Well, he's he's certainly not going to go anywhere and, until he's won that Champions League. That's his that's his holy grail, isn't it, yeah. with Manchester City? They they want that trophy, and and he wants to be the one to bring it to them, doesn't he? Yeah, and with and with Haaland now there, and the way City have started this league is, they've almost you know they've gone again, haven't they? And they're looking even better, you know, insanely. And I think he's going to stick there until he wins that at least. I just think is it is a name that everybody probably would like. The one thing you would say about the FA is that they will pay it. You know, if they, yeah. they will pay the money, you know, when money isn't going to be the issue like you might get with some international countries, you know, we will pay the money uh, with, you know, we often pay ridiculous sums to our international managers. So, but I just don't, I just don't see Pep. Okay. Another overseas manager, foreign manager, wherever way you want to put it, he's a proven winner. He's proven experienced Perhaps the time to move to international football at the right age is someone who speaks his mind. I don't know whether that will go for or against him, but he's the current Roma manager, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> really? you, I don't know about you, Russell, but as someone, you know, we put out podcasts and YouTube videos. He'd be great, wouldn't it, for content? Oh, I mean, wouldn't I, he just? <laughs> I do think... I think along with the first two, Potter and Howe, I, I think he would be one of the top two, three um, England fans' favourites, um, which is an odd one, actually, because I think it's mainly because of the way he presents himself off the pitch, obviously his proven track record. But in the style he plays on the pitch, it would not It would very much contradict of what a lot of fans are actually asking for at the minute, um, yeah. because he wouldn't be hugely more attacking than Gareth, would he, really? I mean, mm. he's... Is literally defence first, and he's and he's known for that. So it's an odd one that England fans would actually arguably want him as manager, because he wouldn't drastically change the way we play. I don't think. But I would be completely happy with Jose Mourinho as manager. I think he would absolutely love the England job. I think he has wanted the England job for a long, long, long time. Whether we would want to manage England before Portugal, though, is another. Yeah is another kettle of fish you know he has often spoke about managing the portuguese national team is it something he wants to end his career doing so is that his last job or is it the first international job he would want to do i mean the one thing that's going to work in england's favor for jose jose Mourinho is that he is going to run out of clubs to manage isn't it because he's been <laughs> really everywhere so yes. I, don't know, I don't know after Rome there I, mean, I don't know where i should have him so he's certainly then going to have to start ticking his way through the international team so I, I do think though he'd, he he would love the England job. I think he's always. He's, I don't know if he's ever publicly said it, but you just seem to get the impression that he'd. I, I think he loves the English fans, the the way the English love the game of football, the English press. He loves it all. He loves the drama of it all. I think the, the added pressure on him, what with what comes with the international manager and the added scrutiny, would be nothing to him at all. The FA though, I keep coming back to it. Is he an FA appointment? No, he is no. not at all. But you know, with without looking at this list, arguably Russell, a lot of these managers we've looked at were saying they're probably not ready, or it's too early, or they wouldn't leave the club. So the choices might not be as large, if you like, as what we might like to think. So they might be forced into looking at him. He would certainly be a fan's favourite. Like I said, I, w- I would not grumble, and I think certainly the FA would talk to him. I think he would almost be in the sort of Brian Clough sort of the way, like his England history, as it were, um, that 
everyone wants him or everyone thought he'd be an ideal candidate but the fa were like not touching you with a barge pole um just too much too much baggage really that that comes with him and and also i think the thing that maybe will go against him is he's not one for the long term he's not one to be sort of overly committed i, I think isn't it he's something like he's never been at a club for longer than like three seasons or three years, something like that. And if you're in the international game, that's it's basically one one tournament and one qualifying campaign. Yeah, and it, and it's whether international, you know, going from club football that he's done for how many years now to international football and again a few games. Would he found that frustrating? Probably, I think he would. And the other thing is, well, we've got to think going back to Gareth Southgate, we've got to look at where we've come from and what what Southgate has got right, and that is very much the feel around England camps, England players want to turn up for the national team. They want yes. to play. There's a positive attitude around. You look at Jose Mourinho and already I'm thinking straight away, Luke Shaw. And <laughs> not that Luke Shaw is the only player within the, in the international setup, obviously, but he very much publicly criticised Luke Shaw at club football when he was managing yeah. Manchester United. He would do the same because he's always done it at international level. So, Woody, we've got to think about what's worked well with Southgate, and that is also what we want to keep moving forward. We've got to take the positives from Southgate. We can't just move on from him completely because he's clearly got something right. Yes. Um, and if you remember, it wasn't so long ago that meeting up as an England player was very much your clubs. People didn't want to be there. People didn't want to make a mistake because they get slated by the press. Southgate's completely changed that around. Would Mourinho pull us back the other way a little bit too much maybe you know maybe it wouldn't take he would criticize he would openly criticize players i think so yeah maybe i'm with the fa a little bit on that because you've got to have harmony uh, in the international yeah. team it's it's a very difficult thing to achieve but it's it's so necessary for the success in international football maybe a, a step backwards from the uh, the situation that we're currently in yeah i see that yeah. Well, I think we've gone through the main candidates there. I mean, there, there's a, a little list here of other potential options that uh, you might even put them into a, a wild card situation. So we'll, we'll go through some of these. It might be a case of yes, no, don't be stupid what you're thinking about. But we'll, we'll go through them. Uh, and the first one on, on my list, Sam Allardyce. Do we give him a second chance? No, simple as no. I mean, yeah, he's he's blown it, hasn't he? He's blown yeah. it. Uh, but whenever a job comes up in the Premier League, there's all the social media. There's only one man for the job, <laughs> and there's Big Sam. Well, let's be honest. He is he's a good manager. He's done well. At, he's done well at club football. And I know people won't agree with that, but you can't you can't knock his record. He's done well at most clubs. He's been at. He's usually improve them but he's getting on a bit now i think he's he completely messed it up didn't it for the fa it's far too much baggage isn't it to go back there and i think there's going to be other candidates it's ahead of him yeah it's it's such a tragic thing from him from his personal perspective i mean he clearly was absolutely chuffed to bits wasn't he when he got the england job yes and he and he blew it he completely blew it and I think it'll it'll stay that way. I can't see us going back there at all. I mean, it would be a very, very unpopular appointment. OK, next one. Steve Holland. For those of you that may be 
don't know or, or maybe going, oh, I know the name. Who's he? Uh, he's actually Gareth Southgate's assistant. I I would say probably no. I think once Gareth does leave, as and when he does, it could be any time. But I think they work as a team. And maybe when Gareth goes, Steve will go with him. Yeah, I agree. And I think it would be quite a uninspiring appointment, should we say. Yeah, I, I just think he's... Um, would it be that different from Southgate? I don't know. I mean, it's unfair probably to really comment on that because we've all seen when managers leave and the assistant takes over and all of a sudden the team play completely different. But for me, it would, you know, not not for me. Uh, OK, John Herdman. Uh, many people might be thinking, who? Who's John Herdman? He's actually the Canada manager. He's actually English. Uh, he was born in County Durham. He's 47 years old. And he's taken Canada to the World Cup. What do you think of that? It's an amazing achievement, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's an absolutely fantastic achievement. And from what I have seen, and granted I've not watched a lot, but from what I have seen, Canada are playing some bloody good football as well. So, you know, they play exciting, attacking football. They score plenty of goals. I don't think he would get the job. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I say that. Let's be honest, it depends really how well Canada do. I mean, if Canada yeah. reach a quarter final or something, I mean, no one would moan at him becoming England manager. Like I said, stuff can change very quickly in football. If if we've got an English manager that young with a team like Canada taking him to the quarterfinals, there'll be a lot of fans saying, well, why not him? So who knows? But not now. I wouldn't say so. But yeah, I mean, he's done it. He's done a brilliant job, hasn't he? He has. Uh, interestingly, he was the former New Zealand women's manager. He then transferred to Canada to be the Canadian women's manager and then transferred to be the Canadian men's manager. So yeah, cross the divide, as yeah. it were. Um, and, and maybe we'll come on to a, a similar situation um, soon. But with no sort of Premier League experience, um, it may sort of go against him. But international experience, perhaps that's all that need that's needed. Scott Parker, England, former England international, recently sacked by Bournemouth. Um, no, not for me. Again, quite an uninspiring appointment. I don't mind Scott Parker, but I, I, this player is ahead of him. I think it's. There's not a lot to say on him, really, is there? He's not. He's not done wonderful. He's not done terrible everywhere he's been. He's. I just think it would be an odd appointment, <laughs> given who else might be available if, if Scott Parker was appointed. So for me, uh, it's a no. no. Fair enough. And and just thinking that if uh, if he was doing his post-match talk after a uh, an England defeat, someone would soon uh, put all of that up to a uh, mix it in with a track from the streets. I think that's what he'd done when he was. <laughs> manager of was it when he was manager of Fulham I think yeah. now um and we started this conversation with a chat about the the Chelsea manager Graham Potter he took the job after Thomas Tuchel was sacked by Chelsea um as far as I'm aware I don't think he has taken another job so I think he's out of out of work at the moment could we have a German in charge of England well yeah, I think Firstly, he was, I think he was harshly sacked, wasn't he, as Chelsea? Wasn't he, yeah. Think, you know, he, he certainly had, he had unfinished business there. He had, he had plenty still to offer. Um, it was a very odd sacking. I mean, obviously, it was probably because of the, it was the takeover. So, it wasn't the takeovers, uh, the new um, chairman's appointment, was it? Um, I believe so. So, 
you no, know, for me, I don't. I don't think he'd want it given his age. I think he he'll be hungry for club football. I think he's got unfinished business in club football now, given that Chelsea sacking. And um, I mean, it's like going back to the Argentina one, isn't it? With Pochettino, would would it be an issue having a German as England manager? Um, Controversial. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it's one of them where I'd want hindsight to answer it, Russell. Like, yes. yeah, I'd be like, yeah, if we if we won the tournament now. Yeah, um, yeah, I understand. But the that. problem is, is the sooner as you know, results don't go your way, it'll be, it won't help him, will it? The fact that he's not English. So, mm. yeah, it, I, it's another one I, I'd struggle to see happening, really. Okay. Uh, and you mentioned Argentine manager there. Let, let's throw another one into the mix. Former Leeds manager um, uh, Marcelo Bielsa, um, who. Uh, who is still out of a job, apparently. Yeah, not not for me. Um, I know Leeds fans loved him, didn't they? And didn't they? Yeah. Absolutely adored him. But no, I, I don't see what he's done above anybody else in English football to to warrant uh, the England manager's job. I think not speaking English as well. I mean, I remember always watching the match of the day and he still always had a translator, didn't he? So that's obviously an issue. Um, I, I, think, I think at least... The manager has to speak English personally. Yep. <laughs> um, I know Capello didn't, did he? When he when he was appointed, I think at first he had a translator, but but yeah, no, not for me, not for me. Yeah, I, I can't see him sitting on his upside down bucket um, at the <laughs> side of the pitch at Wembley. No, I can't see that one happening. Um, I mean, this one would be a real wild card. I think if this one was to happen, uh, Ian Foster, former England under eighteen, under nineteens, and his current under twenties manager. But he did win the the under 19s Euros. Yeah, it's um it would be a very FA appointment internally. It's only sort of similar route that Gareth Southgate took really with um with the England team. I, I can't see it happening. Maybe it might be one of them where if Southgate does leave and they're waiting obviously to appoint another manager, he might he might be one that comes in and takes over a couple of games and who knows if he picks up a few good results, then all of a sudden we're looking at a bit like the Southgate situation again, where all of a sudden there's is the England manager, but I just yeah I can't I can't see it happening. Um, but who knows? He's, he's he's there already, isn't he? He's in the building. He's in front of the FA, so you can't rule him out. Um, yeah, he's he's on the pathway. I think it'd yeah. just be a lot of people would go who? Who's yeah, who? yeah. Couple more to to round it off. Zinedine Zidane said he wouldn't take another job. I think he would be quite pricey, but would he want the England job? Mm, I I don't think he'd want the England job really. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't really have. He's never really played in England, as he? He's not played for any uh, English clubs. He's not. Uh, for me, it would it would be an odd appointment. Like I said, I'd, I think his price would be astronomical as well. Yeah. Um, and you could argue rightly so, given what he's achieved at uh, with Real Madrid um, in particular. But n- not for me. Not for me. No, I couldn't see that one happening. Okay, last one on my list. I don't know if there's any that you can. Gun want to add to it, but we started by by mentioning her, Serena Weigman. She's obviously won the Euros for England, being the uh, the first manager since Alf Ramsey to win England a trophy. Could she cross that divide and go from the women to the men? Well, I saw a lot of people over Twitter during the summer saying, "Please swap her for Gareth Southgate." Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of that on Twitter, actually. Um, I don't. I, she won't, but I don't think it will happen at all. Um, but it would. God, wouldn't that be a a very interesting appointment? It would be very 
21st century, wouldn't it? That? Yeah. Um, very, very of the time. Obviously, there will be a point in the future when England men do have a female manager. That will happen. I'm firm, you know, I firmly believe that will happen at some point. Do you reckon we'll uh, be alive to see that? Mm, that's that's me. I don't think so. No, no. I I, I think obviously Serena is the most likely, uh, you know, as of today. But I, I can't see it happening. But you know, you can't from an international perspective. I mean, you may argue. Some may argue in terms of that there are differences, you know, between the men and women's game, which you know there are. You know, we can't deny that. But it would be an odd appointment. I think it would be a very controversial appointment. I don't think she would be the most popular, despite being a trophy winner twice. Yeah, I, ju- I, I think I, I, it, it would be Marmite Russell. I think there'd be a huge group saying fantastic, absolutely brilliant, and another half that would really be against it. And it, it, w- it would be definitely one for. Tw- Twitter, put it that way. I think there'll be a lot said on. I think you know, there's obviously still some dinosaurs out there as well that probably wouldn't be interested in that. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't grumble. I wouldn't be, dis- you know, hugely disappointed. She's she's proven she can win international football, and how many England managers can we say have done that um, in recent years? So yeah, you know, she wouldn't be. She wouldn't be out of my question, but I just don't think she'll be appointed this time. No, I can't see it happening. But um, he, it would be a very sort of FA appointment. It to, would. Uh, yeah, just... we've said that a lot, haven't we? We've we've often been going back to what we think the FA will do because I'm adamant. I'm adamant the FA think very differently to the to the fan. Yeah, I mean, after obviously winning the Euros, they've done done so well for for the women's game and bringing it up. Um, a, a hell of a few notches for them to uh, to then poach their own women's yeah. manager to put in place for the men's manager. Um, well, that's I, just it. There's a, there's a big project, isn't there, with the Lionesses at the minute and with the World Cup coming up for them as well. So yeah, it would it would be a bizarre appointment. I think yeah. there's a, there's a lot for it to do. Yeah, with, with the women's team. Not going to happen, is it? No. Go on. Then. Any more on your list? Well, the only one I mentioned is. Is Rafael Benitez. Uh, yeah. I just think he's been, you know, he's been around English football for a long time. Uh, but I think I was saying to you before, there's a lot of hate for him out there at the minute. Um, not a lot of people uh, uh, seem to be Benitez fans, but I, I don't think he's done bad uh, in club football in England. I think he's got a proven track record. Um, I don't think he will will be appointed, but, you know, he, he can't, for me, he, he's worth an interview, isn't he? He's worth a chat. Yes, yeah. I would, yeah, you've got, to, got to speak to these people to to find out if if they are interested, if it's something that um that they want to uh to pursue. I don't know if he's had international experience, has he? I'm, I'm not. I'm so. not sure. No, I'm I, I just, don't think so. I don't think he has. Um, I know. Um, I don't think he'd be a popular appointment amongst England fans. So I, I think that would probably rule him out pretty quickly. But I just wanted to throw his name in the ring there because he is a is a foreign manager who's been around for a long time and he's got a lot of experience in England. Um, obviously, speaks English very very well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be out of the question. But this for me, there would still be people ahead of him. Yeah, I'd agree. So I don't know how many we've been through there. If there was one out of that lot that you could see being the next England manager, who would you? think or would be happy with my, my personal preference would be potter but i don't think it's going to happen yeah so you know what I, I've, and this is only because i think it's the most likely uh, probably brendan rogers i'm going to agree with you i think it could well be 
Brendan Rodgers being the next England manager. Um, I would I would have Howe and Potter above him. Don't hmm. wrong, but I just don't think I don't think it's the time for them. I don't think they're going to be available. And I just don't. I, I think why not? You know, I, I think Rodgers plays good attacking football, exciting football. He knows the English lads. I, I don't see that being a bad appointment. Well, we shall see. I mean, this is not to say Gareth Southgate may win the World Cup. He may decide to continue for a little while longer. I mean, it's interesting the way you opened it. Are you saying then if he wins the World Cup, Southgate out? I'm not saying out that he should go. I would say I think he will decide I'm done now. I've come yeah. out. I've, I've finished on a high. That's yeah. it. I'm done. Go I think he can, he can see the writings on the wall a little bit, can't he? And let's be honest, it, because it is the World Cup, not the Euros, what does he have left to achieve with England if he wins the World Cup? Exactly. What what better way to go out than win it? I'd love to see it happen. I have to be honest, I don't think it will, but I'd love to be proved wrong. Yeah, no, agreed. Gary, thank you as always. Really enjoy having a uh, having a chat about all of that. I probably should do it over a beer next time. Yes, but, mate, definitely. I was going to say the last beer we had at the Green Man, it got cut a bit short, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, perhaps we'll go to a safer venue next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, we can find you over on YouTube. Go on, just just plug the channel there. Yeah, so again, it's just uh, Channel England Football. You find me on YouTube. I cover all things England, you know, build up to the World Cup, pre-match, post-match, everything like that. So if you're interested in the England national team, check it out. Love that. Cheers. And we will speak again. Cheers, mate. Thank you. My many thanks go to Gary there from Channel England Football. You can find him over on YouTube and also on Twitter at Channel England One. Go give him a follow. And as I mentioned right at the very beginning we also done a previous episode together where we had a chat about England adverts. Well, that can be found at threelionspodcast.com or your podcast provider of choice. Well, that's me done for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. It is by no means meant any malice towards Gareth. I'm extremely grateful for what he's done for England, both as a player and a manager. And I hope it came across in that way. But my personal opinion is that perhaps it is time for a change. Although, come the 18th of December, he may well have changed my mind. At the end of the day, I'm just a typical football supporter. I'll be back with you very soon for some more England content. And if I'm honest, there's going to be quite a bit coming your way very soon. Sorry, not sorry. But that's the beauty of podcasts. You can listen to them as and when you want. Uh, thank you for listening as and when you do. So until the next time, take care of yourselves. Cheers. Cheers.